If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to this date in weather history for Monday, November 8th. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers. The history of weather observations and weather information in North America is certainly older than the arrival of Europeans to the Western Hemisphere. Native indigenous people had been astute observers of the weather for centuries, building seasonal clocks and monuments to help track the changes in temperatures and rainfall. Native peoples across the southern part of what would become the United States were prodigious farmers and relied heavily on seasonal pattern. Founders of the Republic, from Benjamin Franklin to Thomas Jefferson, were keen recorders of weather and tried their hand at weather forecasts. More organized approaches were left for a later era. Starting in 1849, Smithsonian institutions supplied weather instruments to telegraph companies and established an extensive network of observations. Observations submitted by telegraph to the Smithsonian where weather maps were created. By 1860, 500 stations were making regular observations. In 1869, the Telegraph Service, instituted in Cincinnati, began collecting weather data and producing weather charts. The ability to observe and display simultaneously observed weather, though, through the use of the telegraph, quickly led to initial efforts toward the next logical advancement, the forecasting of weather. However, the ability to observe and forecast the weather over much of the country required considerable structure and organization, and that would be provided through a government agency. In 1870, a joint congressional resolution requiring the Secretary of War, and I quote, to provide for taking meteorological observations at military stations in the interior of their continent and in other points in the states and territories, and for giving notice on the northern lakes and on the seacoast by magnetic telegraph and marine signals of the approach and force of storms, end of quote, was introduced. Congress passed a resolution on February 9th of 1870. President Ulysses S. Grant signed it into law. A new National Weather Service had been born within the U.S. Army Signal Services Division of Telegrams and Reports for the benefit of commerce that would affect the daily lives of most of the citizens of the United States through its forecast and warnings for years to come. Then, on November the 8th, 1870, the first storm warning by the U.S. Signal Corps Weather Service was issued for the Great Lakes area by Professor Latham of Milwaukee, marking the first ever official weather forecasted warning issued in the United States. And that's what happened on November 8th. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for a brand new episode and find out what happened on this date in weather history. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.